uh, the opening to our show. Oh, is that what we're doing? Uh huh. The what is it called? Le Essentiel Social. Oh, no, I meant this, whatever we're doing. It's called like. Oh, something so funny, the fun cast. Je- jokes? Is it jokes? Jeff, no, it's Jeff So Punny, the podcast. Jokes So Punny, the funny. Mmm, that's good. I like that. We should have named it that, but we already named it Jeff So Jeff, the Jeff cast. Well, that, you know, that's a lot catchier, so, and easier to remember. I mean,. It has Jeff in the title, which let's get real. Who doesn't love a guy named Jeff, am I right? That's true. I would love if the podcast was named Jeff the Jeff Cast and people tuned in and I was like, wait, who's Jeff? And I was like, there is no Jeff. We just yeah. named it that so you'd click on it. Ha! <laughs> That's what you get for being namist. You Jeffer? Mm-hmm. That's what we'd call our listeners, Jeffers. Yeah, what's up, my little Jeffries? And if they're really special, <laughs> we'd call them G Jeffries. Oh, OG Jeffries. OG. Holy OG. shit. G-freeze. OG freeze. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of antifreeze. OG freeze. That'd when you're a Jeff, but you're also a gangster. I like that. Or people who, like if we started a Patreon and then people contributed money to the podcast, and like, you're an OG Jeffrey. I like it. I like it I too. Th- I'm already thinking of t-shirt ideas. I have a couple. I just want to have a shirt and it just says, Jeff, on it. I'd like to think that our listeners are people who like totes more than t-shirts. Yeah, they're sustainable people, aren't they? They got a lot of shit to carry. Let's get this straight right now. If you're listening to this podcast and you're carrying around a paper fucking bag, go to hell. We don't want you here. Just spend that extra dollar and keep forgetting the bag at home. Yep. And then then keep spending a dollar every time you're at the grocery store, damn it. Or or a cave and buy the, use the plastic sacks at the grocery store and then look like an asshole. Or worse, just carry everything home in an armload like you're carrying a million things. I've done that so many times, but I'm not going to lie. Whenever I um, run out of bags to put on that tiny trash can in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. I will go get a paper sack. (laughs) I mean plastic bag <laughs> i can't blame you it is hilarious though because it is the ultimate defeat who buys who buys trash bags for that little trash can i have no idea it doesn't make any sense it, do they even make them in that size like i don't think you can find a glad bag that's trash bag sized yeah they, no they do do they really can you imagine the the satisfying feeling of like pulling a trash bag out of the roll and like whipping it open you know with the air flowing through it and stuff doing that in miniature like you have one that's like a quarter of the size and it just goes it just takes one shape (laughs) that's all you have to do and then it's full and then it's disappointing it's so disappointing (laughs) and it never has enough weight in it to justify the thickness of the plastic either Mm -hmm. because you know how like with a kitchen trash bag the kitchen trash bag is so full it's breaking at a certain point that would never happen with the bathroom maybe we need to have so earlier we were talking about um bad asmr videos Mm -hmm. so maybe that should be a segment and that's one of the segments it's (laughs) opening a tiny trash bag bad asmr that'd be amazing that'd be so good if nothing else we just start a company and we just call it tiny trash bags yes like what do you do it's right on the name buddy yeah build tiny trash bags two gallon nothing above two gallon (laughs) (laughs) what are a regular trash bags 10 
Yeah, I think 15. 15, 15 to 30-ish. Somebody think. out there with a water hose and a five-gallon Home Depot bucket, would you please measure for us exactly how many gallons are in the trash bag? And why gallons? I mean, it's how, an odd metric, nobody right? is putting liquid into their trash. If you are, like, why do you hate yourself? What an odd thing to measure it with. Why don't we go with grams? What if it was or, a yeah, four well, million gram trash bag? <laughs> what well, depends. I guess that's why. Because liquid is, you know. Oh, uh, that's probably There's true. always an set amount of liquid. Makes but sense. But like... But weight two, could be different. Yeah. Yeah. So two ounces of paper is different than two ounces of chicken. Very true. And uh, 115 grams of metal would probably fit just fine in a trash bag, but 115 grams of knives would fall right through. So you can't use that as a metric. That is so true. It would cut right through the plastic, wouldn't but it? But two gallons of knives, no problem. <laughs> Imagine if you walked into the knives shop and were like, how many knives do you want, buddy? Two gallons. He just wait, walks wait, out with a two gallon. What store are you going to where they're asking you, how many knives would you like, buddy? <laughs> Pawn shop, I guess. I don't know. It's one of those. They can't be high quality. No, if I'm going to a pawn shop, I'm saying, get me the one that has the jewel crusted onto the Oh, because you're bougie. Yes. Mm. And then get me the one that's like the butcher knife. That's a way too long that has a little bit of animal blood on it. And all this shit's going to need to be monogrammed because I'm precious. <laughs> That'd be perfect. And please engrave forever yours, Daniela. I love you, John Lewis. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to need knives that are only long enough to fit that. Okay, thanks. If they're any and longer. two gallons worth, please. If they're any longer, <laughs> I want you to go cut yourself, okay? Because if you don't, I will cut you. I just like the idea of like a valley girl. That took girl. a violent turn. Yeah, it did. Well, you know, here's the truth of it. There's a lot of built up rage in here. Okay. And occasionally it comes out. All right. Okay. Just kidding. It's not, not true. <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah. You never hear if somebody is caring about quality, they're not talking about quantity generally. Like think about Kill Bill for a minute, right? When she walks into the, the store with the Japanese dude and she's like, I need a a blade, right? If mm-hmm. he looked at her and said, how many? She would have walked right out <laughs> because yeah. she just wanted the one sword that was or, perfect. Or if she said, if he said, you looking for the two gallons? Mm. You know, that just... Mm-mm. The two gallon sword <laughs> instead of it's instead like of a ten gallon hat. <laughs> oh, I hate That's us. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, creativity on the so, podcast is anyways, unreal. Yeah, as you can tell, our lazy asses that took a break last week. Mm-hmm. Turkey break. Yeah. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. This is what happened, right? We were laying there after having some nice Thanksgiving turkey. And it was two days later, but we still had a food coma. And I was like, are we going to go do a podcast? No, actually, I was was not feeling well. I slept all day that day. But you feel so refreshed now. I do. I recommend everyone that has a Thanksgiving takes one day to just nap. Yeah. Because you need to recover. You know, you need to get better after indulging yourself so much. That's true. And we had a free 10-pound turkey this year, so... We had a 14-pound turkey and a 10-pound turkey, which we is a lot of turkey. We literally ate turkey all week long. Yeah. This is how much turkey we had. I'm still making soup from all the turkey that we had, like yeah. two weeks out. He ate the last of the Thanksgiving pie 
mm. last night last and said, night. hope this doesn't make me <laughs> sick. <laughs> I definitely did that. Just it was, like that. This is how bad that pie was, right? I was eating it and going, there's a good thing there's a shit ton of sugar in this or it would be <laughs> intolerable. <laughs> it literally was like, it was like a, a buttermilk pie, which is supposed to be a golden like yellow color almost you know and like it was black around the edges no I, it wasn't it was very dark it definitely had a lot of air contact it tasted like the amalgamation of everything that had ever been in our refrigerator and i just mm. kept on eating it and i was like i was so hungry though i was like i'm not gonna stop eating this shit and that kids is why you don't move to a new city where everything around you we moved to the new gentrified part of the city so mm. everything closes at Eight thirty. Yeah, they're ethical and shit, which is the worst. Yes, it's all safe and shit. Fucking terrible, man. I I don't understand why they don't overwork their employees like every other chain in the United States. I know States. Whole Foods is like lets their employees off. I think they let them off a quarter after six. But like, seriously, they did have to be open on Thanksgiving, so. Well, then why don't you just stay open a little late? Stay open till ten thirty, right, or eleven, and then let Take. your employees have the Thanksgiving off. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I mean, I, like don't, I can't beings. say I blame them for not having warm pizza out at midnight. I do. And maybe this is, look, maybe this is just. They me. have a healthy work-life balance. They have a healthy work-life balance, but I need them to have my healthy Whole Foods pizza out at all times. Yeah, okay? seriously, guys, if you haven't had yourself a nice big slice of Whole Foods pepperoni pizza. Get on it. What are you doing with your life? Get out there. Go get one. I have a moral dilemma that I need some help with. Daniela, can you talk to me about this for a minute? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to put this out here, and it's going to be controversial, and I don't care if it pisses off some libtard snowflakes, all right? But I don't think an English muffin is actually a muffin. Thoughts? I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page since we're married because this could be grounds for divorce. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure that the English would consider an English muffin a true muffin. And yet they called it a muffin. Hmm. How stupid do you have to be? I this don't is know my problem why. with English people. You should have looked up the history, the anthropology of the English muffin. I, I, I didn't because I have my own theory as to why it happened. Okay. And I'm going to give it to you, and then later we're going to look it up, and we're going to find out why. Actually, why you tell while you tell me, I am going to look it up. Okay, but can you can you focus on me telling you my narrative? Yes. While you look it up, okay, I can because it's going to be important that you're able to compare stuff factually while I'm giving testimony under oath, and my oath is to the Dark Lord about muffins. Okay, what uh, Voldemort? Well, okay. Keep going. Okay. So this is my theory, right? Uh-huh. A long time ago, back in Britain, all the bread was shitty, right? Uh-huh. And the reason it was shitty was because there was only one dude who knew how to make flour, right? Okay. And all he was doing was rubbing two rocks together that had lots of dirt on them and shit. Mm. And it was really coarse flour that just tasted, like, terrible. And then he would mix that together with, like, you know, some milk that the cow had also peed in you know yeah and then he'd whip that together and he'd put like an egg or two in there but Mm -hmm. like some of the eggs were fertilized so it'd be pretty gross and then he'd whip all that shit together and then he would pour it into like a little like tin 
that was made out of like some knight's helmet at some point, and then he would put that in the oven and cook it. And he was like, "What are we gonna call this? A muffin." Mm. So he got the muffin, right? And uh, everyone was like, this is better than not starving, so we're going to keep it. Yeah. And they hung on to it, and they kept making it over and over again. But then flash forward, right? Okay. Uh, the Industrial Revolution comes along, right? Yes. Charles Dickens is out there writing novels, and uh, there's some smart person that comes up and says, hey, why are we still eating this shitty food that this dude bangs two rocks together to make the flour with and there's fertilized eggs in it and stuff like with industrial revolution why don't we have like flour mills and we like mill the flour ourselves so it tastes good and like why don't we just like throw out the eggs that have little chicken pieces in them and stuff and like you know use clean milk and so he comes up with the concept of and this is his his magic dust right he okay. adds sugar right a little azucar if you will right yeah. And suddenly, those muffins go from tasting terrible to tasting delicious. But how did they get so fluffy? Now, see, here's the thing, right? Historians disagree on this. The answer's baking powder. They added baking powder. See, historians actually differ on this topic, right? Some people would say, and I call these people conspiracy theorists, that the magic ingredient was baking powder, all right? I think that the uh, secret had more to do with the mechanics of how they were making it, right? You ever seen a latte made, Daniela? I have, yes. Okay, that's how they make muffins fluffy, right? They take the muffin, it comes out flat, kind of like an English muffin, if you will, but not gross, and they mm. put it into the frother with a bunch of milk, and then that makes it fluffy. That's interesting. It is interesting because it's true. So, you know, groundbreaking discoveries have been made on the Jokes of Funny podcast. Well. Glad I could educate you. Do you want to know the real answer? That was the real answer. There is some striking similarities. Like I said, experts differ on the finer points of this topic, but. According to Wikipedia. So, you know. They're wrong. Basically, just as. Yeah. So, um. It's often used in the U.S. as a breakfast food. Mm. Um, English muffins. Um, well, no, that doesn't make sense. Wrong. But English I'm, muffins aren't muffins. Okay. Keep going. No, but I do want to know this. What came first, the English muffin or Eggs Benedict? Oh, that is a good question. Mm -hmm. Who's Benedict first? Because if we can find Benedict, then we can predate that to when the muffin came exactly. along and figure out. So if we're talking the very first Benedict, then probably Benedict came first. So, actually. If we're talking Benedict Cumberbatch, then Eggs Benedict came second. The word muffin is thought to be a low German Muffin. word. Muffin. 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 Oh. Muffin. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same fucking word. But instead of M-U-F-F-I-N, it's spelled M-U-F-F-E-N. Mm, muffin. 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 Think Maybe of it's French. how a German would say it, though. Muffin. <laughs> that sounds French. Nine muffin. <laughs> no. That's how you say not your muffin. Nine muffin. Well, anyways. German with John Lewis. It means little cakes in German. Oh, that's what I call you, little cakes. Yes. Oh, and the reason, the reason that they became so popular, which they became popular in New York City, hmm. is because they fit into toasters. Interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, wait, so bread doesn't fit in a toaster? It does, but muffins don't. This is wrong. I'm going to tell you why this is wrong. Have they never heard of an actual toaster, a, like a bread toaster? Like the little toaster goes to Mars toaster? You're telling me a muffin? A muffin wouldn't even fit in a bread toaster. 
Think exactly. about it. Exactly. That's why they made English muffins. <gasps> so you're mm-hmm. telling me that the English muffin came second? No. Oh, okay. Because I always assumed the English muffin came first. This is my whole theory, was that the English muffin was the first thing to come along. Well, okay. English muffins are English muffins, but in England, they're only called muffins. <laughs> so wait, you're telling me the only thing you have to eat in England is those shitty fucking muffins? That's yeah, it? Yeah, but they still uh, make them with like the... You what know, a shit place to live. They do like the multigrain or... Ugh. If you live in England, or blueberry. If you live in England, get out. Go, you go be somewhere else. It's terrible. It says a guy who's never been there. I'm telling you, it looks suck. I'm smart enough to know. Like, why would my people have left if it was any good? They're also known as crumpets. Yuck! Come up with another dumb word. Hey, you like this? You don't like this first dumb word we came up with for this shitty food? Let's make up another dumb word. Muffin. Crumpets. Okay, well, anyways, I think it's about time for our Titanic. Oh, Titanic. Uh, do you have the Titanic this week or me? Because of I've course. definitely got... Oh, you do have the Titanic. Yes. All right, well, let me find this fun sounder for us. I actually have two if we have time. It's always time for you, babe. We're on the podcast, John Lewis. Be professional. I'm trying. All right, so that's the sounder. Okay. I'm afraid they won't take me seriously if you keep showing me affection. All right, I'll stop showing you affection. Thank and love. you. You're welcome. Damn it. Get on it, bitch, bitch. Let's go. All right. So, you know, you have your left hand and your right hand. Some people do. Some people don't, Daniela. And that's very exclusivist of you to say that. But go ahead. So if you had a third hand, what direction would it, that be called? Oh, what direction? I thought yours, the question was going to be, which one would you choose? Like another left <laughs> hand or another right hand? I was like, this is the dumbest question no, like, ever. What would that be called? Left hand, right hand, what hand? The booty hand. It would stick out my butt, and I would use it to wipe my ass. Because how many times? Just and then a, an act of <laughs> pure irreverence would be if someone said, Hi, nice to meet you. You turn around, and you give them their booty hand. So let me ask you this. All right. When you're getting toilet paper yeah. to clean yourself, right, right. would you do it with your right hand and then hand oh, it shit. to your butt? <laughs> Yeah, or would you, would you get off the toilet, <laughs> face your butt towards the toilet paper room? <laughs> <laughs> also, how would you wash it? Would you wash it? I don't know. This is my theory. I would have about... <laughs> I would have about an inch and a half of water constantly in the bathtub. And I would just stick my ass hand down there and just <laughs> rinse it off. You real know, quick. a bidet would be great because you're washing your ass <laughs> and your hand at the same time. The bidet would be disgusting because <laughs> the, the water would flow out of your asshole onto your hand. And your hand would be covered in ass water. Yeah, you could get the. But then you could get like soapy water and, you know. Or just maybe you have a bottle of hand sanitizer. You're just constantly squeezing on your ass hand. Or if you're gonna, you know, do you even bother wiping? Do you just go to the sink and while you're washing <laughs> your hand, you wash everything else? Sure, you just stick your ass in the sink. <laughs> Yeah, what you're proposing here would cause some very different, like, would cause some design changes. It would definitely require some adjustments, but I think in the long term, you'd see it would be worth it, right? 
<laughs> this is where I'm going with this. You know how offensive it is when someone flips you off? Mm-hmm. Imagine if they flipped you off with your booty hand. <laughs> like that, would, that would be an act of supreme irreverence. Oh, God. I, I just I, I just thought imagine. of the sexual implications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, touch me with your booty hand, girl. <laughs> hey, let me give your ass a hand. Can we hold hands? <laughs> High yeah. five. No, they go ass to ass. <laughs> They're holding ass hands oh walking down gosh. the street. That's just too much. You know that really conservative people would be like, you have to hide that shit. They would, <laughs> they would circumcise that above the penis. <laughs> it would be a movement called Don't Circumcise Your Third Arm. Yep. <laughs> Your booty arm. The booty arm. Okay. Well, do you have any? So then it'd be like, you're you're in your Uber and it's driving. You're in your Uber. Gross. Yeah, and then they're like, um, which direction should I turn? A definitely booty. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta pull a Yui. (laughs) A boot face. (laughs) Fucking turning around. Oh my god. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Left, right, and booty. And once. You put your left hand out. You put your right hand out. You put your booty hand in. Your booty all about. That's all about. That's you know, truly revolutionary. I know. Dramas. Well, that's what I do. I bring, <laughs> bring a booty revolution onto the podcast. You know, dude. Girls in Brazil would go nuts. <laughs> the Brazilian wax would include one arm. It'd be amazing. Oh, so it'd be a pretty hairy arm, you think? I think so, because I mean, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's move on. Okay, you don't, you don't want Kirk to answer this? I mean, I'm trying to... I think I, I think want an icebreaker this time. <laughs> I think it's because I pictured what it would be like to wax my whole hand. Uh-huh. And it seems like that would be really painful. <laughs> Very typical. I heard a girl at a open mic this week, and her joke was she's an Indian chick, so like you know, like brown, got hair and stuff, you know. And her joke was <laughs> that was the crux of her joke was that brown girls have hair in weird places, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, it's so gross. I cut my toes shaving this morning. <laughs> that was her joke. Um, white girls also have to shave their toes. Do they really? Yeah. What you guys yes. shave your toes? I'm not white. But yes, white girls also shave their toes. Do do Mexican girls shave their toes? Or are they the yes. one group that's excluded from that? <laughs> no, I don't think any. Maybe, I, I feel like Asians don't have as much body hair. Oh, maybe shit. they don't have Maybe they don't have to shave hair. their toes. Even the men don't have to shave their toes. It's amazing. Yeah. Call in and let us know. If you have to shave your toes, please tell us. We'd be very curious And by call in, he means email, email us. us. Just email us. What's H-H- the email? JSFP4329-6478 at hotmail at askjeeves.com.org. And let us know mm. what ethnicity you are and if you have to shave your toes. Just kidding. Email us at hhjsfp at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Oh, that was so sweet. No, no. Well, I like to show affection to people who aren't hosts on this podcast. So do you have a podcast topic or are we just going to sit here and talk um, No, actually, I think that that um, icebreaker... I can't be topped. So. I don't think we can go past left, right, and booty. <laughs> That's going to be really hard to go above and beyond that. 
So um, let's let's just end it while it's good. Okay. All right. Well, that was icebreaker. Uh, not the podcast. Just, <laughs> just the whole, whole yeah, podcast now. We can't top this. I have some good news. As I've, far as podcasting content. So let's just. <laughs> we will never think of anything funnier than left, the, right, and booty. Then so a we butt are hand. Gone. The butt hand. Uh, so let's play the outro. You found it. I did. Here's the embarrassing part about all this. Um. It was always on the soundboard. I just had half the soundboard minimized, so it like was cut <laughs> off at the side. It makes me feel so good to see it, though. Left, right, and booty. You will be missed. Mm-hmm. It's really a good cover, Daniela. I like it. Thank you. Um, I think we both have some shit we want to talk about because we have like two weeks of backlogged material. We could do a fucked up bit or go into something else. What are you feeling? Um, I don't know. Let's mix it up this time. Oh, okay. Um, so I saw that you had put something on here about a comedian being pulled from the stage. Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting one for me. So as you know, um, the political correctness thing has been getting a little more strict for a while, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I have heard other people talk about how, like... Dave Chappelle's early humor would be unacceptable nowadays. I think I think it's true. What so this is the thing that's happened, right? So all entertainment has started to segment into smaller and smaller groups, right? So last night we went to a concert with a mm-hmm. pretty famous musician, right? Yeah. But there were only maybe four hundred people there, right, in total, right? And, and it, it was a bitch to exit out of it that thing. It was a huge pain. What a fire hazard that was. Yes. It was really tough. I literally thought I can understand now why people get trampled because there's no fire and I want to push everyone out of the way to get the fuck out of here. Exactly. I literally thought I know exactly why I would trample someone just to get out of here (laughs) two seconds earlier. Um, So entertainment has become more and more segmented. Like people have like splintered off into their own fields of things they enjoy. When Chappelle was going on TV, like it was deaf comedy jam was, was what, all yeah. stand-up was going through That's at that true. point, right? And yeah. everyone watched that show. Why do you think that is? Well, because there weren't that many stations. Like, there weren't nearly as many. Like, so now if you want to go watch comedy, you can go to Netflix. You can go to HBO. You can but, go but to Showtime. Do you, you know? think that people like that, or that's just what happened? I think it's just what happened. I think people don't really talk about it. People now, if, they, if you hear about something, it's usually word of mouth. I honestly, or you found it on mm-hmm. your Netflix feed or something, you know? Yeah, well, definitely it's one of those things where if you're involved in that scene, you know more about it. For sure. I was thinking that about the music yesterday because mm. um, of, we met this guy there and he knew of all the venues and all of these really great small bands. And mm-hmm. um, it was just weird because you kind of see like, oh, it's, it's basically like he's living in this different little music world here in D.C. Yeah. Well, and it's it's a culture thing, too. So you find the group of people you hang out with, and that becomes your clique. And then the things you do kind of, like, 
revolve around right. what their interests are, right? So as comedy has become more and more segmented, it used to be that everyone had to put up with things they didn't like inside of comedy, right? Mm. So if you tuned into Deaf Comedy Jam, you had two options. You could watch Deaf Comedy Jam or you could turn it off, you know? Yeah. There wasn't the option of, oh, hey, let me go ask the person of Deaf Comedy Jam if that joke was too offensive and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I, I get that. Like uh, back in the day when you had to watch cable and – you watched SpongeBob, and then afterwards, yes. that was really offensive to Mr. Krabs. Okay, like no, I don't no, appreciate no. like the whatever shitty show. What's one of the shitty Nickelodeon shows? Oh, so many. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to offend people because people were very defensive about their favorite Nickelodeon show. I didn't think that um, Courage the Cowardly Dog was very good. If I'm that being totally honest, that was Cartoon Network. Uh oh, well I screwed up, didn't I? Yes. Uh, a shitty. What about um? The fairy godparents was that? Oh, that yeah, was that's Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. No, I don't think it was very good. I liked it, but it was really fucking weird. It was so, weird. But let's say you love SpongeBob. I do. And your mom's like, you can watch TV for an hour. Oh my god, what a bitch, right? And on, you're mom. watching SpongeBob for thirty minutes, and mm-hmm. then Fairly Odd Parents comes on. Mm. You don't necessarily like Fairly Odd Parents, but, but you, you got an it. hour to yeah, watch TV, sure. so you're not not going to use the other 30 minutes. Very true. Well, imagine that happening, and it's Chappelle on, and you're like, I'm right. really offended by the way in which Chappelle painted homosexuals there, so I am yeah. out, right? Well, your only option is turn off the TV or keep watching. Yeah. You know, or switch to another channel. You That's know? not comedy. So who's going to do that? Right. Exactly. That's not, I mean, it's not, you're not going to laugh looking at the wall. You right. Know? I mean, that's not going to happen. That is really what we're hoping that you do with this podcast. Exactly. We're really hoping that you, <laughs> you turn it off and you look at a wall and you laugh harder doing that. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're going for mm-hmm. here. We're that, really trying to be anti-comedy. You, that you think about this podcast. This isn't that great, but mm-hmm. my other option is to not listen to anything at all. So I guess mm. I'll just keep listening. I like that. Did you know that there's a genre of comedy called anti-comedy? Have you heard of it? No. There are people out I there. Yes, I have. There are people out there who are so bad at their job that what they did was they went out and said, I am an anti-comedian. <laughs> <laughs> my job as a comedian is to not make people laugh. Wait, I thought that anti-comedy was like Nathan Friedland. No, uh, Nathan Fielder. That's the one. Yeah, I don't know if he's anti-comedy, though. That's like alt-comedy, maybe, you know? Okay. I think anti-comedy is like, I'll give you an example. Tim Heidecker was an anti-comedy dude, right? Yeah. From Tim and Eric, and he would go on stage, and he would just do really hack, terrible material. So for... are you saying that he's a bad comedian? No, I'm saying he's amazing, but I think he was using that as a way to an experiment, <laughs> you know? But it is funny to think that there's some hipster out there who's like, that's why I don't get laughs because I'm anti-comedy. And you're like, no, you just suck at being funny, you know? I, I feel like that has kind of died, that era has kind of died. I hope so. But so back to this, right? So Yeah, sorry. This is there's a few things. Uh conservative people flipped out. They were like, I can't believe that they pulled um Nimesh Patel off the stage because he told an offensive joke about gays, right? Like that was what he did, right? Oh, so okay, so he got like pulled off of this Yeah, like they literally interrupted his set and pulled him off. Uh, like the people who organized the yes. show? Yep. The not who the or- audience. Not the audience. That that's different. Like the people who organized the show pulled him off stage, right? Oh shit. Yeah, it was really really bad, but here's the thing. This is the world we live in now. If you go to an event that's super liberal and you want to tell a joke that might be seen as offensive towards gays or whatever or even even if it is, 
Like, I personally, I think everything is open and on the table, and you should be allowed to make whatever jokes you want to with zero ramifications. But also, like, if somebody owns a venue or they're organizing an event and they think you're being a dick for telling that joke, they have every right to pull you off. Yeah. You know, like, and unfortunately, that's the way it is. It's like with the podcast, right? There's been several times where I've thought, well, maybe we shouldn't do this or maybe we shouldn't do that. But like ultimately, if sponsors don't want to sponsor us because of some offensive content that was said at some point, that's yeah, their choice. For sure. I would also say this. If somebody is so like defensive about who they are that they can't take a joke that's light like that, then I wouldn't want to work with them. You well, know? What was the joke? The joke was he did a gay impersonation was what it was. Oh, so shit. let me read it out real quick. Um, during the event, Patel's performance featured commentaries on his experience living in a diverse area of New York City, including a joke about a gay black man in his neighborhood, which AAA officials deemed inappropriate. Patel joked that being gay cannot be a choice because no one looks in the mirror and thinks this black guy thing is too easy. Let me just add another thing to it. Shit. Yeah. So I, here's the here's the odd part. I don't know that that's even. Like, it's kind of, it's just pointing the truth out, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's hard to be African-American, and it's hard to be gay. Like, yeah. that's, it doesn't seem to be super offensive. It is playing off of a trope that is offensive, which is people saying that being gay is a choice, right? Mm -hmm. And I could see why people would be being offended about that. But he's not making that point. He's just, he's making a different point that is doing those two things is actually hard, right? Which, if you look at it the right way, is actually something that would be... I think complimentary towards people or at least supportive of people who are that way, you know, yeah. either way you can't look at uh, Patesh or whatever and say Patel that he was like Patesh. I just mashed his two <laughs> names together. Damn. If I was on stage right that's now, like, I'd be getting pulled off. That's like somebody, I don't know. What's, what's another very stereotypical name? Daniela Aburto. That's not true. And <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it, it would be like somebody saying somebody's last name was Gonzalez and mm. you somehow got that wrong. Well, listen, Miss Gonzalez, can we move on with this bit or not? Yes, sorry. All right, it's all good. Um, you show, told me to show you no affection on the podcast, so now I'm just going the other direction. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, so this is the thing. You have a right to say whatever the fuck you want. If you go on stage and you say something that pisses 90% of the people on there off. No, you're crowd people. And you know that there's a chance you're going to get yanked. You know what I mean? I This is what I think is going to wind up happening. I think that comedy clubs are going to start having mean night. And it's literally going to be whatever fucked up mean thing you want to say, you can say down there. Well, what do you feel like? Do you think being in the comedy scene... I mean, I know that you've had some experiences where... Um, there are people that think everything's offensive or right. not everything, but, but a lot like, of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, but coming from Lubbock where most of your material has Ooh. been offensive to somebody at some point, oh, of course. Um, do you feel like that's different here? Well, yeah. I mean, people are definitely more... Like, I was talking to another comedian about this the other night. People are way more defensive here about who they are. Yeah. I think part of it is because 
like when you live in tight quarters with other people, you recognize the offense more than if you lived in a place where you're more spread out, I guess. Mm -hmm. So like if you're in a big city and somebody does something that's like a microaggression or whatever to use snowflakeology, right? Like you're probably more likely to have that happen to you more frequently in a big city, I guess, than you would out in the country, even though maybe there's more people who are like, here's the funny part. There are people who are way more racist where we're at, I feel like, than there are here, but people are way more defensive about it here than they are there. Well, shit, I might be about to make you feel like crap. No, let's hear it. Um, I think that's privilege. Yeah, I would agree. Because I think that people back in Lubbock, I mean, most of the minorities I've known have been treated like shit at some point or another. For sure. I think that it, because you're in a city, it's more acceptable to say like, hey, it is not okay for you to say that to me. Yeah. Whereas back there, we're really outnumbered or like we don't really have influence, Uh you know? It's like Geraldo off of Fox News finally mm. losing his shit and being like, right. I can't stand for this. Like, these yeah. people are human beings, and I can't pretend that you're saying this because they're, a, like, you're saying Cause this because of their skull, right. color of their skin. Exactly. You know? So. Well. It, it, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you should be able to, that you shouldn't you should be able to say whatever you want to say, but you, I think you also have to, you have to understand that there are ramifications for doing so. Yeah. Like if if you choose to say what you want to say, you also have to be okay with other people openly feeling whatever they're feeling. hundred percent. Yes. And that did happen in Lubbock occasionally. Right. But it was not nearly as much as it does here, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's also a way as comedians that you play it off. So it's like, okay, you have a really offensive joke. Like, my, you know, Zhai uh, Zhen, my brother, right? Like, right. I have jokes about him that would be offensive towards Asians, right? For sure. So the way you play that is you you make it very clear how you feel about him, very clear how you feel about Asians in general, right? Which is yes. strongly positive, you know? And then in the middle, you throw the joke, maybe, maybe you don't, depending on who the crowd is, and then you move on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. Because well, ultimately, my job as a comedian is not to do, like, a morally right or wrong thing. It's to make people laugh, you know? Right, like, that's, that's what I'm true. supposed to do. And, you know, I will say this. I I think that everybody should be able to laugh at stereotypes about their um about their ethnicity or culture. Sure. Because I mean, yes, I do eat a lot of beans and you can laugh about that and I'm not gonna be offended. Sure. Or in the same context, I like I literally make jokes about like um uh, being a redneck and right. cousins but and shit. You know what I mean? When you start attacking people, ba- when you start saying things about people's character uh-huh. based on their ethnicity, that's whenever I feel like it gets shitty. Well, it can. And it, here's, it all depends where you're coming from, too. That's you true. You know what I mean? If you're doing it like, I feel like I am a part of this group and I like these people, you know what I mean? Yes. If you're doing it to just be like, uh, I'll give you, here's a very clear line, right? Um, okay. Frazier, right? Goes on stage and he goes, fuck inward, you know what I mean? Just like flips out on black people, you know? Yeah. And just goes crazy. It, Everyone knew that crossed the line, right? Yes. The line was that he was being malicious towards people of that race, right? And obviously so. Like, there was some deep-seated racism there that was yeah. coming out. Who's Frazier? 
I didn't know that happened. Yeah, that's that's what happened to him. So right after Seinfeld ended, he went on stage at uh, like a, a mic oh. somewhere, and he flipped out on a couple of black guys that were in the crowd. You're thinking of Kramer. Kramer, not Frazier. I was like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I'm crazy. So that so that's what happened to Kramer. Like he just disappeared right after that because yeah. like he couldn't. He literally could not rebound. Like the last thing I heard from him was comedians in cars getting coffee. Right, and Seinfeld was like talk. They had to talk about it because like yeah. this, even though it was years. Ago, you had to like discuss the fact that it happened you know mm -hmm. so my point in that is this there's clear lines right of like yes. okay you hate black people and you're going on stage and you are saying things that are hateful towards black people that is different than someone who is playing off of a stereotype that racist people have towards black people yeah. but genuinely has nothing against them you know that's like, true there's some lines there but here's my other problem too i worry sometimes that we're policing people's actions over who they actually are you know? Yeah, it is hard because yeah, I think I think we're just in the middle of a cultural change, and it's just not pretty. Yeah, I agree but, with that. You know, I don't know. Hopefully, Sorry, we'll I'm find not pretty a, either. We'll find a happy middle. And wow, did you guys see how she just kept going without trying to go? No, John Lewis, you are pretty. I would not describe you as pretty. Hmm, okay, well that's offensive to me. One because. Like, you, you know, that plays off stereotypes about my people not being pretty. No, so. it's um about stereotypes. It's not about stereotypes. It's my mm. definition of what somebody who is pretty would be. Ouch. Considered. Ouch. OK. Like somebody who takes a shit ton of time to make themselves attractive. You listen to this. I took a shower yesterday. <laughs> Can you believe this? I took that a was the first time all week. Well. Not wrong. Um, but speaking of pretty people. Okay, question. We're at 45. Can I go pee pee and come back? Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Be back in a second, guys. And we're back. All right. Did you miss this, guys? John Lewis emptied his bladder. Mm, my pee pee, my pee pee bag is what I call it. Um, he told me when he got back how much he really wished he had a booty hand. Mm -hmm. It would have been really nice when I was shaking my wang to get the last couple of drops out. And now we're back. Mm -hmm. Here we are. So um, the one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, I'm uh, excited. Well. You wanted to talk to me about one thing? That is super exciting. Yes. Um, it's about taking the trash out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do that. Ew. <laughs> Equality. She does, though. Anyways. Taking out the trash is what she calls it when she takes me out on a date. Ha ha. Old joke. Go that ahead. It is an old joke. I haven't told that one in a long time. Yeah. Well, it's an old joke because now it's a reality. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um. So, John Lewis has no idea what happens in, like... Anywhere. Culture. Nah, not a clue. So um, let me tell you about this really awesome, well, I thought it was hilarious, um, prank that happened. Okay. So, well, it was a prank slash, I think it was like a marketing ploy. Was it when Ariana Grande stuck that picture of Pete Davidson in her thank you next video? Because that wasn't very funny. No, do you know what that, that did you watch the video? Yeah, I watched the music video. D 
Do you not know you're, that you're that was me unconnected? That's crazy. What did you here not I know? With that my that finger that on the pulse of culture right here. Okay, what what happened in the videos? Uh, in the video, what did, what was it highlighting? Well, she wished she could say thank you to Malcolm because he was an angel, and she was doing cheerleading stuff at the high school and like doing the dancey thing. But, but and she wore don't. like she looked like a Barbie doll. She got off a really expensive car with a dog that was in like <laughs> but a what pink movie dress. Was that was it. Was it Made in Manhattan? No. Real life. Do you know? Was it Mean Girls? One of the movies, yes. Let's see if you can identify them. Mean Girls. Yes. There was one that I had to look up because I recognized, but I couldn't remember. I definitely recognized the colors and was like, that was reminiscent of something. There was four total, I think. Shit. Okay. Um, Number two. Was Glee a movie? They're all movies, yes. Okay, Glee. From the no, no, no. Oh, all from the nineties, early two thousands. Okay, what is the movie where they do the cup thing with "You're gonna miss me when I'm gone"? That was Pitch Perfect, and no. Okay, <laughs> what about? <laughs> was there a movie, a high school movie about cheerleading camp? Yes. Okay, is that movie the one? Um. Well, there's multiples actually. Ding! I win. So, but it was Bring It On. Did you ever watch that? Nope, never. Is that the cheerleading movie? Yes. You watched 30 Going On 30 because you watched that with me. Did we? Yeah, it's the one with uh, Jennifer Gardner and Mark Ruffalo. See, when you say those names, you act like I'm going to recognize it because (laughs) of the names. Okay. And then Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. I've heard of Legally Blonde. Never watched it. And Mean Girls. So mean that girls. was a four. Okay, so one out of four. That's a passing grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right? John Lewis, math is not part of culture. I, I feel like I feel like it is. Okay. <laughs> the limit does not exist. Okay. That's so sad that you don't understand that. I don't get any of these references, man. I was homeschooled. My mom thought cheerleading <sighs> was of the devil. She thought if you were cheerleading, you could only be cheering for the, the devil. And so I didn't I didn't get that. Okay, so back to this prank. Just kidding. Mom didn't think that. Love that you, Mom. That has nothing to do with Ariana Grande. Okay. Is um, there is this new store that launched that had luxury shoes. Oh, cool. Um, and it was called the Palesi. Wow. Huh. And that sounds familiar. They had a grand opening. Palessi. They had a grand opening. Okay. And uh, they like hired influencers to come in and oh, try shit. on the shoes and talk about them. Before you get started, can I just say something real quick? Yes. Okay. So the other day I was walking down the street and I saw the store and I was like, this is going to be really, really cool. So I went in there and I bought this new pair of $600 shoes. Right? Yeah. But they look fucking amazing right like totally worth the money i put into it and i walked out anyway go on with your bit um are did you find did you read about this no what are you talking about you completely are ruining this for me what do you mean you told me you didn't know about this i don't know about i don't know what you're going to talk about i really don't okay so Basically, they hire a bunch of influencers to come in, and there's like all these six hundred dollar pair of shoes. Six hundred? No, they're actually like two hundred to three hundred dollars, and the people huh. are like, "Oh, these shoes are awesome." Well, could have been where I got my shoes then. At the end, they're like, "Oh, hey, this is actually payless, and you're stupid." Wait, what? It was payless. Yeah. That's who did it. Yep. 
Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Does it say anything in there about keeping receipts? Mm-mm. No? Do you think they give you store credit if you return your $600 shoes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I totally ruined it for you. You absolutely did. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be so funny. That you went and researched it. I didn't research it. I just, I read the headline of it. Literally the top blurb. It says Payless Shoe Store, open store. So I got the full thing from reading the blurb at the top of the article. But I didn't. And then thought it would be funny to act out like I bought a $600 pair of shoes. Mm. But I guess not. So my apologies. Nope. (laughs) Wasn't flying at all. So, okay, well then let's have a serious talk about this. Like what... No, I Why was that you interesting? Were gonna be like, haha, that's so funny. It was. It was hilarious. No, but you like completely took the. That's like me guessing a punchline to your joke. That's exactly what happened here. But we did that earlier with ten gallon hat. Remember? No, <laughs> it's not the same. Okay, look, we need to have this talk then. So if I put something in the dock, right? You feel free to read it, right? Like, go ahead and read the John Chow thing if you want to or whatever, you know? But I'm not going to do that because I don't want to ruin the surprise. And I didn't even put a fucking link to the article in the Google Doc so that you would not know what it was. And you told me you didn't know. And then you went and looked it up. Oh, shit. I don't know how I found out about it. Maybe I saw it on Reddit or something. I don't I think I looked it up. I specifically asked you if you knew about it, and you said no. And I thought, haha, this will be great to talk about as a fresh uh, new thing on the podcast. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, here's my whole thing now, right? Why did that ruin it for you? Because. Is it, can we not talk about it and have fun with it, even if I know about it? Um, if I knew you were going to know about it before the podcast started, yes. Uh-huh. But, but you can't now because I did well, know about it? Uh, right. Because there's no genuine reaction now. But there's not going to be a genuine reaction every time to stuff, you know? Like if we talk about something heavy that happened, you know, if we talk about the E. coli thing, you know? You're right. This everyone is so knows what heavy. the E. coli thing But, like, I don't know. Look, I'm sorry that I looked it up. I thought it was going to be a fun bit that we could do where it was like, look how what an asshole John Lewis is. But No, it's now like, look how childish Daniela is. But it's okay. I mean, I don't think it's that. I just like this. This is my thing. I'm glad we're having this talk. I think it's good that we can fight on the podcast about this shit, too, though. Because it's like how we need to figure out how we're going to run this, too. So in future, if you put something in the doc, you don't want me to read it. Correct. Okay. I will not read anything you put in the doc so that I can be genuinely surprised by what you bring forward. Sound good? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Do you want to talk any more about this topic? Well, I mean... (laughs) Or <laughs> so ruined for you. You can't even it's talk. So but why was that interesting to you? What was about that was funny to you? It was hilarious because you know d- influencers are like. So they got influencers like Instagram influencers and stuff. Yes, they, okay, they had people that they paid money to come in and like talk about how amazing these shoes were. <laughs> uh huh. When they were really like twenty dollars, and uh. they were willingly handing over $300. Sure. 
Now, so did they wash the logos off of them and stuff? Well, they rebranded it as Palesi. Ah, shoes. okay. They even started an Instagram account for huh. the whole thing. Like, got a really nice luxury storefront. They went all out on this thing. Very nice. So, um, that's interesting that they only let um, influencers come in. Well, it makes me think like they probably maybe they found people that only had like a thousand followers, and we're like, these people want to be influencers or whatever. Well, um, act. Actually, influencing market marketing, it's sometimes better to get influencers that don't have as big of a following oh. because they're more affordable hmm. and their followers usually are more dedicated to them. That makes sense. Kind of like mine. I only have one follower and it's my mom, but she's really into it. So yeah. that's good. Yes. So maybe they should hit me up, give me some Palesi shoes or at least buy back the ones I bought earlier. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. It seems like this prank happens once every few years because we had, what was the exit through the gift shop guy? What was his name? Mr. Something? Mr. Brainwash? Yeah, Mr. Brainwash, right? That was a similar situation where it's like the art was like kind of like hack, you know, and he mm-hmm. posted it. People were paying millions of dollars for it or whatever, you know? Well, yeah, but he wasn't like he was doing that legitimately. Or was he? Because it seemed to me like it was a prank by Banksy. Like that he created the whole persona of Mr. Brainwash to get people to buy the art. Mm. So I don't, I guess it depends on how you interpret it. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen has done very similar stuff this year too, where he's pranked people into thinking things were way more valuable or different than what they were. There was also the different Banksy thing where he had the painting because, you know, Banksy's all like, nobody can buy my art. Yeah, right, right. So he framed a piece. Um, it was at a Sotheby's auction. It sold for like $4 million. And the moment the auctioneer banged the gavel saying it sold, um, the painting had, the frame had a shredder installed in it. <laughs> and it just shredded <laughs> in front of everybody. I had no idea. Yeah, it was wonderful. Did they make the guy pay $4 million for the shredded painting? I have no idea, but the look on everybody's faces was priceless. <laughs> Just like, did they have video of it? Yeah. Oh man, they that's incredible. They have video of it happening. It's great. That would have been amazing, man. Yeah. I can't even imagine thinking, yes, I'm going to own the only banks. <laughs> <laughs> it comes through. Do you think the guy who won it was like putting like scotch tape over it, trying to like par- carefully seal it all back up? He probably kept the scraps and those are worth, you know, million dollars who fucking knows man man. i can't even imagine um so i don't know if you read about this or not i'm gonna say no but the john chow thing do you have you heard about this guy i have no idea who he is okay this is or what he did all right this is a truly genuine reaction (laughs) now i feel so bad um so john chow is this dude right like imagine going to your average church and there's a young guy that's there. He's very into the whole Jesus thing and he wears Chacos and um, has an Instagram account and like the whole, just like an average millennial type dude that goes to church. Right. Yeah. Then uh, John is very outdoorsy. Right. So what he does is he'll go on long excursions out to places for like weeks at a time and he'll be gone and then he'll come back. And like while he's gone, he takes very scenic pictures of like his 
trip and everything, right? Yes. Kind of like a nerd or whatever, but not a hateable dude. And then one day he's like, hey, I'm going to India. And then he just like takes off. And then you're his friend uh. and you see on the news that some missionary dude dies and this unreached people group that's off the coast of India yes. because he swims out there and the native people shoot him with arrows and he dies. Wow. That is what happened. How, and how, no one has been fucking talking about it. How did they know that he got shot? Well, there was someone out there that watched. So he paid a person to go out there with him in a boat and he got off the boat and swam to the island. He got scared. Listen to this. He got scared and was like, oh, these people are going to kill me. So he swam back. And then they swam back one last time to the island, and the boat driver was like, ah, we're going to take off. So he, like, drove off. And then when he came back, Damn. he saw the, like, natives, like, dragging his body around. Oh, my God. Yeah, they they clubbed his ass. What's his name? John Chow. So there's a picture of this this guy. He's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of funny because like half of the people on my Facebook feed are painting him as a hero an and then the other half are been killed like by he an was, Indian tribe you know, on a remote an island person. according to local news. So I don't know like what position an American man has reportedly been killed yeah. by but it's kind of crazy because like he's this is the first person that you see as like a martyr quote unquote who had an Instagram account, you know? Mm. Like when I was a kid, the big story as a conservative kid was Jim Elliott because he was a was missionary the, that went out to the Amazon, right? Yeah. To like this unreached people group and they killed him and they saw him as a hero, right? Yes. Now because of the whole vaccine thing, it's totally changed. Like people look at this guy like he was a crazy person most of the time, you know? Yeah. Because like he went out there and stuff. Uh, and I don't want to say this, right? That's not the reason I dislike him. The reason I personally dislike him is because I went through his Instagram feed and I realized what a basic B he was. And I was kind of like, I'm out with this dude. Like, if yeah. you go through this dude's feed, right? This it, is the kind of pictures he it takes. It does definitely have... Um did he do it for Jesus or did he do it for the Instagram? Exactly. Like, look, he was taking a selfie while he's getting shot in the leg with an arrow. Like, oh my God, shot in the leg for Christ, right? <laughs> LOL. Um, I, oh God, though, I can't imagine going back, like his little buddy going back and seeing his dead body being dragged around. Oh my around. God. Well, I, I, I'm going to say this, though, because I'm going to call myself out. I've been doing a lot of personal growth shit sure. lately. And uh, Brene Brown said this, and I've just got to go on this little rabbit trail. All right, let's hear it. So she talked about how um, when two people come together mm. and they talk about something and they it's like a hateful comment. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody's like, oh, I fucking hate this show. Mm -hmm. And that other person is like, Oh my God, I hate it too. Yeah, yeah. And then they become friends because of their mutual hate of the show. <laughs> um, it actually really sucks and it will never, like, it's not a good relationship because. It was founded in negativity. Yeah, because then they only have that thing to go back to. <laughs> and they're always afraid to talk about things they do like mm. for the fear of receiving judgment about it. Makes sense. Anyways, us hating on this guy really made me <laughs> think about that. Well, I'm not hating on the dude. Like, the worst you, thing you could say about him you was... You said I dislike him. I dislike <laughs> him, but I'm not hating on him. There, Those are two different things, right? There mm. are people who legitimately are hating on this guy, right? You're right. I, I tell everybody I love that they're a basic bitch. Mm -hmm. 
Well, he kind of is, and I'm going to explain why. <laughs> this is tell me if this is not a basic bitch move, right? Okay. This guy's running theme, and I want feel like I should get props for doing a ton of research on this guy's Instagram feed, okay. right? The big thing that he would do is that he loved this brand of beef jerky called Perky Jerky. Have you heard of it? I have. Okay. It's turkey, right? John Chow definitely had heard of it, right? And what he would do is anytime he was on a hike, he would take a bag of Perky Jerky and hold it up and go, oh my God, got my bag of Perky Jerky here. Or he would like, this is word what for thing? word, one of his posts, he hid the bag of Perky Jerky underneath a rock or two, and he said in this caption i spy with my little eye a bag of all caps perky jerky oh exactly this is the reason why although you may view this guy as a martyr he probably would not have been a person i would have hung out with very much i mean i'm sure because he's using a bag of beef jerky as a personality here's the thing right yeah i'm sure that if Martin Luther had an Instagram account. Probably wouldn't follow the dude. 100% <laughs> would not be interested in People that. People would have some Oh, he'd been judgments. in so much trouble. So much trouble. It also, this is the other thing it does for me. I was his, talking. His hashtag OOTD would be so boring. Oh, it would be so bad. And also he would just put pictures up that were just like conspiracy pictures about the old Jews. <laughs> Especially in his old age. Oh, oh my yeah. Because he was he, so anti-Semitic. That's the sad part about Martin Luther. He just became all of our grandparents. <laughs> he, just turned, he should have been pulled away from the printing press. The yes. printing press was his Facebook account. Yeah, He just kept it printing just, all the crazy shit that came into it his just, head. It would just be, you know... If there was Snopes articles back then, just be like, I'm getting snail mailed back. (laughs) Snopes saying, this is false. Turns out the Jews were not responsible for taking (laughs) down the German Empire. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Um... Yeah, I think this is the other thing that the John Chow story highlights for me. Okay. Jim Elliott will forever, in my mind, be something of a martyr. Yeah. In part because he's not, we didn't have access to every corner of his life, right? Well, right, John yeah. Chow to me looks like a regular ass dude. And because he posted so much content on his Instagram, right? So I go through that. I'm like, this looks like someone I could have grown up with. You know what I mean? So wait. Is this picture of him in a kayak the last picture no, he uploaded on Instagram? Not at all. They found this his- is me right back in the island <laughs> where I'm going to die. I'll ask you a question. Do you think there are pine trees in India? <laughs> in parts of India, yes. Are there really? You think in the north? Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, so email us if, if you've ever seen a pine tree in India. I know people in India listen to this podcast. Probably a lot of them, honestly. Or we could just Google it. No. You know? I'm sure there's no. at least one. At least one person moved a pine tree up there at some point. No, but he used to like go camping and stuff in like, you know, all over the United States before he went out there. They said too that he kind of was losing his shit towards the end. Like he got kind of more and more demented like as time went on or more I frantic. Can't, like I can't imagine. It seems like living that it seems as though his life would be really really stressful. Hmm. And yeah. Well, that's another Topic for another day. No, not I'm talking a, about him now. Well, I know, but I just like to me. Sometimes it seems like Ugh. when you live in an all or nothing type of world. Uh huh. Bless you, by the way. Excuse me. Um, it felt really good. <laughs> then there's like 
this pressure on you. Mm-hmm. And I think this happens a lot with people that are Christians sometimes mm. is um, they feel like if every single one of their actions at every moment is not to further, further the, the kingdom, kingdom yes, <laughs> whatever, then um, their life is useless. Ah, I see. And I personally think that would be an incredibly stressful way to live your life. Yeah. So, you know. Definitely seems like it would be hard. I, I don't see a lot of those people. I feel like a lot of those people, too, because they live their life so goal-oriented, you know? Yes. That they actually wind up burning relationships that they could have built, you know? Right. A lot of the good that they could have done just by being more laissez-faire kind of gets burned out of the way. You know, it's like... But, again, you know, if if you're looking at this from a Christian perspective or not, Different, different folks have different strokes, I guess and so. I can't talk anymore. Um, it's all right. Everybody's mouth gives up. His definitely did. Um, Ouch. Yeah, sorry. Too Di- soon. Didn't hurt as much as the arrow through his leg. Um, so, yeah, John Chow is dead. Uh, martyr or not, I guess. I, I don't know how you look at it. The funny part about this is, too, like, again, it. You, my favorite people, like the celebrities that I still really look up to and like a lot are guys like Tom Waits, you know? Yes. Guys that like don't, you don't have access to them. You know, they're kind of still mysterious in a certain way. Yeah. The other guy who reminds me of John Chow right now is Jack White because three and a half years ago, I literally thought to myself, Jack White has to be the coolest motherfucker that's ever walked the face of the earth, right? Yeah. He went on to Marin a year and a half ago and it completely ruined him for me. Yeah, be- you told me about this. Well, yeah, because it's it was over. Like, the moment you know all yeah. of the stuff about his life that was not as fun or cool, you're like, okay, this you is just, just a dude. You literally just described every woman who's ever been lustful towards somebody because they're mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Um, but can I tell you something that's going to make you feel really, really stupid? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, guess what part of the Himalayas are in? <gasps> oh, wait. Are there pine trees in the Himalayas? There's pine trees anywhere. There's mountains. <laughs> no. Yes, that's not true. That is so fucking no true. No way. Where are there mountains we're not even at the base. You're there telling are me there are pine trees. You're telling me there are pine trees in China. Yes. No way. Are there John Lewis pine trees in India? <laughs> yes, there are. All right, let's see. And I'm only saying this, and this is why. We're Have you somebody... ever heard of there being a Christmas tree in India? That's a different tradition. Well, I mean, I think there are no traditions there because there are no pine trees. Mm. Are there pine trees in India? There is some people, there's somebody out there laughing their ass off at how stupid we are. Stupid we are? Stupid you, wait a second. Uh Mm Uh-oh. Sheer pine is widely planted for timber in native area, being one of the most important trees in forestry in northern Pakistan, India, and Oh my gosh. So when I said pine tree earlier, I I meant to say (laughs) palm tree. Yeah. So there uh, are no palm trees. Let's look that up. Well, my computer just died, (laughs) interestingly enough. Fortunately, it's still recording and whatnot, but I don't have time to look into it. Um, Yeah, okay. So yeah, uh, I think we're good for now.
Did you hear about the Chinese scientist that just for genetically modified a human embryo? I thought that had been happening for a while. <laughs> Is that why you thought I was so perfect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you thought I was genetically well, modified? Well, John Lewis, there, a lot of experiment, experiments go wrong before one goes right. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? My younger siblings are messed up? I don't think that's how that works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what that was supposed to mean Look, was my understanding of genetics and time is not necessarily linear, <laughs> all right? What that was supposed to mean was that, you know, sometimes somebody wants to talk about the Palessi store mm. and somebody else ruins it for them and they yeah. take it way too personally. Here's what's funny to me about this whole thing. Isn't it hilarious that I ruined it by trying to be funny? <laughs> like One time I was at a show. That's how most things are epically ruined. It's hilarious, man. I mean, think about it. I'm thinking. Help, help me walk, drive the imagination uh-huh. train. Okay. <laughs> Let's let's do it um, with the current administration. Mm, yes. So the Secretary of Education. Let's go. Let's say that the president had this meeting with um, the Russian administration okay. in a Southern American country. Okay. Um, and that he tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. Saying he wasn't going to show up, and that's how the Russians found out. Mm, okay. Imagine if he would have tweeted it as a joke. Ooh, just like, what if I don't show up to this shit, bitch? LOL. Or like, haha. No, I can't think of a joke. A joke. Um, let me think here. Let me think here. Um, ooh, ooh. What about this? The only thing less dependable then uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin's people is going to be me when I don't show up to this meeting tonight. Hashtag America first. Hashtag fuck Russia. Yeah, see, that is a clear time where humor made something worse. Got it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then he'd have to DM uh, Putin and be like, hey, just kidding. Thanks for giving me the election. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hashtag bestie. Delete this. Hashtag also delete that video of the Russian hookers peeing on me, please. Do you oh, think that's wanna, real? I have, I have not heard of that. You haven't heard about it? So there's this theory going around. Apparently the left has conspiracy theories now, which I think is hilarious. Wait, they've always had conspiracy theories. Really? Like what? Um, I thought that was like a, like a conservative thing to do, come up with conspiracy theories. Nah. I can't think of any. The left, the no, right comes like up I'm with lying. stuff to be offended about. The right, the left just picks things out that are normal and gets offended about them. No, that's not true. There's crazies on both sides of the aisle. No, yeah, but they're crazy, different kind of crazy, you know? I think there's the same kind of crazy. Really? Yes. Mm, interesting. In what way? The vegan ladies. Oh, yeah, that's Rape a great point. Is not compassion. <laughs> I think somebody should get a tattoo that says, Come over here and rate my 200 pound, six foot five ass. <laughs> I'm 78 years old, but I'll take you on. <laughs> probably the best quote ever given by a vegan. It really, I, what's more offensive about that is um, 
I would hate to be the person like Kobe Bryant has mm-hmm. a bone to pick there. Mm. What do you mean? They're accusing him of rape. Uh, did he not? Did I, don't, I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about sports. Did he? I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of them. I, it seems as though, I don't know, maybe not. Head trauma, folks, man. I'm telling you. I've heard of them being violent against women, mm-hmm. but football players. Interesting. And still being able to play. But I've never heard of... A basketball player. A basketball player getting away with rape. Yeah, they don't bump their noggins as much, do they? No. I mean, OJ got away with murder, but uh, I don't know no, anything he about didn't. Kobe. Oh, no. He went to jail on a different thing, didn't he? Yeah. Fuck. He got off. If the, the glove fits, you must acquit. <laughs> it's the importance of making sure that whatever your slogan is, it rhymes. It's so crucial. Um, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about Trump and uh, the uh, Oh, how humor videotape. can ruin things. Yeah, exactly. Or like, I mean, how humor can ruin stuff. But we kind of got off on a tangent and started talking about the, the what do they call that? The Golden Waterfall video or whatever. Um, so... <laughs> you know what I'm t- you don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm going to explain it. So uh, no. the conspiracy theory goes like this: Donald Trump went to Russia four years ago, something like that, and he stayed there for a few weeks. And while he was there, he had Russian hookers pee on him, right? And that there's a video of it somewhere that Vladimir Putin has, and that's why Trump constantly <laughs> capitulates to Putin because there is a video out there of him being oh peed on by a Russian hooker. Gosh! Right? So that's the conspiracy theory. There's no evidence really to back it up other than like a couple dumb things that people point to. In my eye, it doesn't have a whole lot of validity to it, but it is hilarious that <laughs> that's a theory people have. What evidence is there claiming that this happened? Not a lot. Like, no. is there some pee-stained <laughs> shirts he has hidden yeah. somewhere? Well, ironically enough, there was there was this one time, there was this one video that was on Worldstar of a very disheveled-looking Donald Trump poking his head out of the window of a hotel screaming, Get these bitches to stop peeing on me! And his like whole shirt was wet and everything. I don't think I could do it. Do what? Get peed on? Or pee on someone. It'd be very difficult, wouldn't like, it? Like, I can barely pee when there's more than two people in the bathroom <laughs> in their stalls. Yeah. I can't be if there's like someone in the stall right next to me. If there's someone yeah. in the urinal, like it's hard to do. Yes. You're telling you have to perform like that? What if your stream is weak then too? And then you're getting judged based off the quality of stream. Or like what if one of the like oh God, no. What? Just the rabbit trails my mind is going Let's go. down. Let's go. The levels of hydration. Oh, yeah. What if it's all yellow and stanky? Ooh, that'd be nasty. But maybe that. The, These are words. Maybe Trump prefers that. These are words you do not want to hear in the bedroom. Ooh, you need to drink some water. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. The cleanup involved in this. I mean, like. Oh, my God. Do you Can have you to cover everything with oh, plastic? Oh, water bed. Dexter, Dexter version. No, this would be perfect. Get a water bed and then you can open the hole in it and just pour the PP into the water hole when you're done and then close it up. So how do you uh, get the PP all into a pourable like vase? Well, I don't understand how water works, so <laughs> I don't really know. But well, it's it's at Russia, so mm-hmm. you just carefully take it outside, wait until it freezes, uh-huh. crack it up like a couple ice cubes, yeah, and then stick it in there. I like that. Mm-hmm. 
what has to happen to you to where the turn on for you is getting peed on? You ever look at some people in life and think, what went wrong? Like, what the fuck happened? You don't even want to know, but no. you, but it does cross your mind. Like, what goes wrong well, where the thing that you need to get off on is being peed on? Like the guy, or I mean, oh gosh, there's a lot worse things out there than pee, though. Isn't that weird that we live in a world where that's the PG-13 thing, getting peed on? Mm. It's a mad world, man. It's a really mad world. Like, we're in a world where people openly talk about eating ass. Like, that's that's but, that will never stop blowing my mind that 2018 was the year where everybody just started talking about that. Okay. No, 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 no. Your mom listens to this. <laughs> I mean, it's already said, dude. I know. I'm just saying, like, I... Do you think that people always did? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It just... Some did. So you think fucking Marie Antoinette and her beau <laughs> just like going at it? No. Okay. It's it's or, not. Or do you think? If do, you, ever, you ever watched a movie about the Middle Ages and seen the people who were not the stars of the film? No. You, like people who are extras, just like villager six. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy definitely ate his wife's booty. Um, you know what I mean? Like that probably happened. I think you're being. Classes? Yes. Probably, but it's also true. Stereotypes are not true unless they have to do with class, and then they are true. Did you know that? I did not know that's that. That's true. Yep. I've learned so, that in progressive people class 101. That's so weird because yeah. in all of my sociology classes, hmm. that never once came up. What university did you go to? Not a great one. Mm. Well, I went to a fantastic one, so I mm. think that we have a little bit of disagreements here based on class, actually. So I'm going to use my Sims stereotypes <laughs> to decide. Hmm? Sims High. Well, d- d- Sims DeVry, actually, interestingly mm. enough. It was the online version because I also was trying to run a company at the time doing windshield repair work. So. Um, and your diploma was your last assignment. You had to make it yourself. Yeah, I had to go to Office Max and print it out. It was great. <laughs> Got it there, put it up on the fridge. Um, then coffee got spilled on it. Yeah, I think that people have always done these things. I think now with the internet, we're starting to see that they do them more frequently, and it's making them more socially acceptable, which is a problem to me. There are certain things that should you stay have socially acceptable. With fetishes? No, I have a problem with people thinking that booty eating is normal. <laughs> like that's my thing. Like, Why? It, because it's not normal. Like that's that is an accentuated sex act. You know what I mean? Like that's out there. You know, and oh. now it's becoming more and more normalized. I mean, like I don't want that expectation to be out there. Well, think about this: we're gonna have a kid at some point, John right? Lewis. And this little little Janiella is gonna go out into the world, right? And He's going to go out into the dating world, and that's going to be an expectation that's placed on this person. And I, I don't that's want that true. to be. It might be. Could be if you don't resist. All I'm saying is this. If we let them get away with this Listen, much, what won't they take? We're also in. Peppa Pig's a communist now, babe. We're <laughs> we got to fight back. We're also living in a world with where a guy like DJ Khaled can still say he's not going down on his wife. So Yeah, but he's a dick. Well, that's your expectation. And somebody <laughs> somebody is saying you're a dick for saying that people shouldn't eat no, ass. No, that's not true. There's it a sliding true. scale. I am perfectly inside the Overton window. All right? <laughs> perfectly inside of it. I am past the going down on a person mark and before the booty eaten mark. That's where I that's my sweet mushy middle right there. 
Anything between those two, free game. I don't like game. your description of that. What? The this, mushy middle? Yes. <laughs> what should I call it? Okay, the Overton window sounds like I'm going to use it as a campaign slogan. I'm okay with that. Okay. This is John Lewis for President 2022. It's okay to go down on someone, but not okay to eat their booty out. That's going to be my campaign slogan. If you want to help me out, I'm taking donations. Yeah, I I definitely, uh, I'm not there. Okay, well. Where are here's, you at? Are you on the, the other? Which I don't know which side of the spectrum you're at. Oh no, no, I'm I'm just saying that. Like, so you are in that window. I am. I'm just not going to pass judgment on anybody who does want to eat ass. Oh, I'm not passing judgment on them. Yes, it's, you are. Nah. You're saying it's disgusting. It is gross to me. That I'm totally sounds. Honest. But I'm not passing judgment on judgmental them. Judgmental to me. There's plenty of things I don't want to do with my life. That I think are gross, but I do not pass judgment on people for doing, i.e. being a plumber. All right? I think it'd be gross to be a plumber and have to work and poop all day long. I'm grateful that some people do it, but I also think it's gross that someone has to do that and I don't want to do it. Am I passing judgment on all plumbers? No. But I am saying that that's a gross thing for me, Mm -hmm. right? So here's my point in saying this, right? Um, If you want to do that thing, fine. But don't make me think that you're inside the normal realm of things people do with their life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so you're saying a plumber is not a normal career? Well, or it's a it's I'm not saying it's not a normal career. I'm just saying like I don't have to look at it like it's not gross, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't have to look at your job and be like, oh, what a clean person this is. Like, no, you're a plumber, dude. Like that's a nasty ass job to have. Thanks for doing it, but I don't I don't fucking want it. And I you know, I think it's gross that someone has to do it. But you don't want your future children to think that they could be plumbers. That it's socially mm. acceptable for them to be plumbers. Ooh, that's a good point. You know what? You've caught me in right here, and I'm going to just apologize A right mushy now. middle? It's worse than a mushy middle. It, it's it's a squishy wrong. That's where you <laughs> caught me. You caught me in the squishy wrong. And I'm going to say this. We're getting close to Christmas. You know what Christmas symbolizes? What? symbolizes the time the Grinch went up to a mountain with a dog named Max, and he rode it down with three wise men and the baby Jesus, landed in the middle, and he handed the baby Jesus to the Mother Mary and said, this is the last time I'm doing a favor for you. <laughs> and it was a wonderful time. Tis all the around. season. It, it tis the season. And this is what I'm going to do this holiday season, all right? I'm going to put aside my hate for the booty munchers, all right? Like I'm so wanna, proud of I you. Understand that you the, guys, look at this real change right. happening right now. Look, if you want to go down to Chocolate Town, that's your business. All right? I think you can do whatever you want with your life, and I'm going to love and accept all of you like the baby Jesus did us. All right? Now, see, there is something. Ho, ho, ho. There is something that you just said. Yeah? That I am against. What? Ain't nobody confusing that with chocolate. What do you mean? You said if you want to go down to Chocolate Town, Mm -hmm. that ain't chocolate. Okay, well, that's your opinion, and you're now you're casting judgment on them, aren't you? Yes, I am. Maybe it tastes like that to some people. If you think that poop and chocolate are the same thing. I will fight you. Here comes the Grinch. (laughs) Here comes the Grinch. You're a mean one, Daniela. You All know right, what? Well, Max makes it worth it, so. He does, doesn't he? Um, 
Let's see. Anything else we need to talk about? Speaking of poop, E. coli outbreak is a thing now. Yeah, um, that came out after I made a giant Caesar salad <laughs> for dinner. And then you you still were looking at it, eating it while you were reading. No, this. I had this no E. coli idea. thing is terrible. I found out the next morning and thought, well, great. The one vegetable I can have is Alexa, off limits. Alexa, what are symptoms of E. coli? <laughs> That's legitimately what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even imagine if you eat like a salad and then you get sick because of it. The moral of the story is just don't eat salad. Well, I mean, I've been following that advice for a really long time. This is where I'm at, though. I've finally gotten to a point where I can eat a vegetable consistently and now it has E. coli. So yeah. it's like why? Here's what's really interesting to me. You know how these, these salads are getting E. coli? Yeah. You do? Oh, fertilizer. Yeah, they're spraying poop water on them. Yeah. So it's like... Because they, they got a big... Get, yeah, you know, money. What? Money. <laughs> the bigger the lettuce. Money's not an explanation for this. Yes, it is. Okay, explain. Let's go. Because if somebody orders X amount of pounds of romaine lettuce... Mm. Which, let's get real here. One pound is probably like, what, 400 stalks of lettuce? Yeah, probably. Okay. But let's say somebody orders a shit ton of lettuce. Literally a shit on ton of lettuce. (laughs) If you put fertilizer on it, maybe the 400 goes down to 300. Mm, Good point. So then you can sell more lettuce. That makes sense because you're cutting it with the shit. That's right. Got it. And then if you get some and it's all fertilizer, you call that the good shit. Mm. Because it's pure. That chocolate town. Yeah, chocolate town salad. <laughs> That's the name of this episode is chocolate town salad. Um, <sighs> I think I'm all joked out. You got anything else you want to say? Um, I mean, I do, but none of them are jokes. And... Uh, they don't have to be jokes. If you want to say something to our people, go ahead. To our people. It's us. You're all our people. We love you. We're no, like. No. I'll save some stuff for next week. I'm sorry that I got mad at you. You know what? It's okay, Daniela. Um, this is the thing about jokes of find the podcast. We're authentic. We are authentic. We're real, and we're real authentic. That was that was a one hundred percent real fight, you guys. It was. It was a legit fight. But this is this is what I want you to know. Just because mommy and daddy fight sometimes doesn't mean they don't love you. And you know, sometimes when you've been married for five years, you fight about stupid shit. Yeah, we do. We like fight about fake dumb stores. Yeah. Fake news, like Donald Trump got elected. That's so stupid, Daniela. That would never happen. And I want to say that we did mention poop in this podcast at least three times. Yeah, so parental guidance warning at the end of the episode. If you don't like hearing about people getting their bungholes eaten, don't keep listening. Or... Um, how or about having a hand in your your bunghole. Right. Or left, right, and booty. If you don't like eating lettuce that's been wiped on a bunghole, uh, don't listen. I like that. I think that a conservative is going to run for president someday, and we're going to have third arms by that time. And his slogan is going to be: "If it's not left, it's right. If it's not right, it's booty." Booty for 
2040. <laughs> Maybe that's going to be his name. His booty. <laughs> what if that's who he ran against was booty? Then this uh, podcast was prophetic. We are prophets. That's what we are. And it all originated from uh, Titanic. Yep. That's all it took. Danielle, good topic. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Los Angeles sont convoqués Il part en Californie Il part en Californie Avec sa secrète Il s'en va Vol Air France 003, embarquement immédiat.